Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. As always, if you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A, and uh, across the way, posted up tight in front of his mic, doing what he does, despite, I don't know where I'm going with that. Say what's up, my friend. Hey, Cheetah. <laughs> a little dark for I want to make it? a quesadilla. Yeah. Well, the first thing you do, get the tortilla out the pack. You throw it on the thing like you're making flapjacks. <laughs> All right. Not, hey. not that big dummy. You gotta take it out the plastic. Yeah, that's right. Get off TikTok, dude. This, that beat with those lyrics. <clears throat> Didn't quite mad. It was dark. Hey man, what's dark. going on? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, aka Big Skis, aka Suckerfish Sav. How we doing? Welcome back to the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. Yes, sir. How yeah. we doing? How we, what's going on, man? Hey man, you know what, man? Um, I'm feeling a little extra old this week. Feeling older. Let's just let's put an er on the end. I'm already old. There's certain things you can't throw an er on, sir. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling older than I already did feel. I think you could say you're older. I got a I got older? a older. I got a bad cord going into my phone, mm-hmm. so I have not been able to. Uh, what happens is is I plug it in so I can listen to Spotify on my radio when I'm driving, and it keeps coming loose. So I'm constantly having to reach over and put it back in. I need to spring for a new cord. I've just been too cheap and too lazy to run out and get another one. Um, so I've been listening to the radio. Well, when I listen to the radio, I listen to V101.1, Sacramento's best for throwbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything they play is just the music that you and I grew up on, man. It's like Biggie, Dre, 
Pac, Snoop. And, and I like the, <laughs> I feel like they use the term throwback. So that, that gives them some wiggle room, like rather than saying like oldies or classics or, you know, something of that nature, they can use that term throwback. And then I think that gives them a little bit more range because I'll be listening and they'll go from like the loonies. I got five on it to like MC breed. Ain't no future in your fronting, which is, I forgot how much that track slaps. It's been a long time since I listened to that. Oh, that thing's a blabber. Oh my God, dude. Like ain't no future in your fronting his flow on that. Like, like he doesn't get enough credit. I MC breed, you know, I never got caught with a kilo. And if you ever did, yo, you never be with me. Yo, serving in a Cherokee or maybe it's a geo. His like singing, sing song, like, yeah, that song was crazy, but I'll be listening and they'll be playing something like that and then they'll play like Guy or Keith Sweat, but then they roll into like Drake and Rihanna. And I'm like, so, okay, so it, it, you can reach back for a throwback. It don't have to be that far back. Like when they're throwing them back, it's not like 90s. Like they're going into the like mid, cause I don't know how, I don't know if it's 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I don't know what the, what, what classifies as a throwback, but they're playing like, like umbrella, like by Rihanna, like umbrella, Ella, Ella, a, 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 and they're playing like stuff off Drake's first album. And I'm going like, what is that? Like Oh four, Oh five. I don't know. It can't be. It's definitely not like 20 some odd years old. So, but I guess I, I'm thinking at least it feels like there has to be a span of like 10 years in there. But so that made me feel not only is it all the music I grew up on that they're calling throwbacks, like they're not playing like to the hip hop, the hippy dippy 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 hip hip. Oh, yeah. They're not playing like Run DMC and Ducky Fresh and Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. They're playing Biggie and Pac and like, and call and it's all the loonies, you know, like and everything. That's what they're considering throwbacks. And then to like rub salt in my wound, Drake, Rihanna, Nelly, like I'm like, Nelly, like, come on, man. Like, but I think by not saying classic or old school or uh, uh, oldie, they they can it, it broadens their palate a little bit because I, you know, Umbrella had to be like early two thousands, so I guess it could be pushing at this point. If Umbrella was oh one, that it is, I guess it is twenty years old. I don't know I, when it came out though. I can tell you this: yeah. that um, part of having a podcast or a radio show yes uh and we've talked about this like there's certain people who just shouldn't do it because they're not gonna talk and there'd be dead air right 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 so part of what we do is certainly talking and talking things out and talking things through right that was a real long way to get to your feeling old yeah yeah (laughs) yeah. i can't tell you the last time that i regularly listened to the radio like that was a thing. Like when I was a kid, you remember, I'm sure you remember, they did like FM 102 would do the hot nine at nine and you'd listen and they count down and oh, what, what's number one this week? What's number one this week? Is it still, you know, is it still Biggie? Or are they gonna get knocked out by boys to men, you know? And like people calling in and making requests and your favorite morning DJ getting on in the morning and playing tracks and doing the, they're still doing the same shit like the morning people. Cause I, I get up early and head to work in the morning. The radio DJs are still doing like uh, the the 
the regular, the prank phone call where somebody calls in and goes, hey, prank my girlfriend. She did this to me and I want you to get her back. Or uh, they're still doing the, remember, uh, I think every morning show does this, the War of the Roses. Do you remember that? No. They're still doing it. They did it. FM 102 did it. So many. So somebody calls up and goes, yo, I think so-and-so is cheating on me. Uh, and uh, I really want to find out. And I don't know, have any other way. So I want you to call them. And so what the DJ does is call and pretends to be from their gym or their bank or their grocery store and says, hey, I want to thank you for, uh, you know, being a loyal customer. And we're going to give you a gift that you can send to a special someone on us so you know take your name down so what's their name and what's the message you want to send and these idiots always send it to their side piece every single time man every fucking time they go yo i want to send it to uh trina and tell her thanks so much i never knew sex could be that or something really incriminating like like hey yo tell her i said last night was amazing and i and i can't wait to do it again tonight and all night long and then all of a sudden whoever's in the background is like what the fuck who's trina and what you mean all night long and then they start going in and i got to admit man i'm kind of addicted to it a little, a little bit i can't stop listening i'm out door dashing and i'll get mad when they're like all right we're coming back with war of the roses but i gotta go in and get an order so i'm like running like yo yo, yo get this food I hey man hey man are, are those uh are those bagels ready in the coffee because i gotta get back in and catch war of the roses man because i gotta find out if Susie really is cheating on bobby because bobby seems like a real nice guy so let me in but it's been a hot minute. So, like I am a not, I, I'm a CD and now Spotify guy, but I couldn't tell you the last time I regularly listened to radio. And it's funny to hear, not only because it's a throwback station, right? They're playing the same goddamn songs that I listened to 20 some odd years ago when I actually did listen to the radio or more. Closer to 30 now, some of those songs. Some are 30 years old. Uh, and then that they're still doing the same prank phone calls, the same like, the same shit like nothing in radio nothing has really changed other than i got older but all the antics and everything still feel the same it's it's kind of weird man i'm uh i need to get a new cord but <laughs> but I'm, I'm definitely ready that was an even longer way around to yeah. say that you needed a new cord yeah i'm surprised you don't remember war of the roses because like i think well, when you said it i, I didn't yeah. I, I know what you're talking about yeah, but yeah. i didn't know that's what it was and it called. was like literally when we were kids they did it the same way like hey we're gonna give you a dozen roses and i'm like do none of these other people listen to the radio like if somebody called me and was like Hey, we're going to give you a dozen roses on behalf of your bank. Thanks for being a loyal customer. Who do you want to send them to? I'd go like, hmm, this sounds familiar. Like, but I don't, none of these people. And, and I, I guarantee they probably have had people that go like, fuck you. This is the radio. And they don't play those ones. You know what I mean? They only play the good ones where they catch somebody. But yeah, man. So I've been, it feels like 1990 again, because I'm listening to the radio and it's all the songs I grew up on. Uh, and then, but then they'll throw in a Drake or a rihanna and then i just feel old like i'm like god damn it man get drake out of my throwbacks that's not my throwback i, I can tell you this that's my kids throwback i can like, tell you this i despise the radio uh, yes. with a passion and i'm nor and i'm right there with you i'm just thankfully at least they're playing music for the most part that i enjoy i was in a uh i was in an agency car probably two or three months ago okay and for whatever reason, I had gotten this one car, uh-huh. and every other car I'd been in has, you know, Bluetooth capabilities. This car did not. 
Right. Okay. And it was on a long trip. It was, I think it was when I was going to like Pollock Pines. Oh shit. Yeah. That's out there. Yeah. And I was like, I tried to listen to the radio. I left Stockton. Yeah. I got to Lodi. Okay. And I turned that shit off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Enough. So enough. seven miles, maybe eight, right, somewhere right. in that region. Yeah. And I just listened to stuff on my phone in the cup holder to try yes. to echo it out a little more to create your own speaker yeah yeah because i despise the radio that so much so let me ask you were you listening to current music though like i can't listen anymore to like fm it like was so uh, two is now like plays what my kids listen i was to. i was i think it was v101 okay so you were Something listening like to the throwback station and i so umbrella is 07 and they're playing it on the on the throwback same same set as mc breed which is in the 80s yeah yeah oh yeah dude mc breed we had to be in like that had to be junior high freshman year yeah like so yeah you 88 to, to 92 somewhere somewhere in that ballpark and so yeah to go from like mc breed or i got five on it or let's chill by guy to uh you the best by drake or uh umbrella by rihanna or uh down, uh, what's the underlay, mommy? E I E I O. Nelly. I'm just like, but I think by using the term throwback, they can get away with that shit. Because if they called it classics or oldies or old school, I don't think they. I think if if they played like Umbrella by Rihanna and said it was a classic, like there'd probably be a lot of people up in arms. Maybe not. Rihanna. Riri's got a lot of fans, so maybe not. You know, I call her Riri because, you know, friend of the podcast. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> maybe, She's a classic. Maybe not now after listening to this. She may not be such a fan anymore. But yeah, man, it just kind of got me. It's weird. Um, yeah, I definitely got to get another cord for the phone because it's also dangerous because I'll be in the middle of a podcast or re- getting in on an album I dig and the shit just stops. And it isn't just plug it back in and it goes. It's I got to like push it in and hold it and then wait for it to boot back up with the stereo system and then re-push play. So yeah, I'm a danger to myself and other people on the road while doing this as well, just so I can, you know, finish listening to the uh, the Logic album or whatever it is. I'm just, it. Uh, you know, just incriminating yourself on the air. Yeah. No, no big deal. <laughs> you know, I, I plug it in real tight and then I sit it in my lap and I'm like, okay, okay, no bumps, no bumps, no sudden movements. Just stay right there. We're good. We're good. As you were explaining how you plug it in and hold it hard and doing all that stuff, there was no wheel in that scenario yeah, yeah. at all. So that's well, what do you think my knees are doing, man? That's woo, hello, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not good. That's hence why I've been listening to the radio so much lately. And it's uh, it is the thing. And the other thing that I forgot too is just how many commercials. They're like, all right, we're gonna play a commercial and then we'll come back. Okay, and then they come back and they go, okay, we're gonna play a song, then go into a commercial and then we're gonna come back. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like. That has to be such a cheese gig, man. Such a cakewalk. Like, like, all right, we're going to play a song and then come back. And would they just sit there and, like, drink coffee and bullshit? All right, we're back. Hey, here we are again. So, anyway, we're going to go to a commercial. Peace. Like, it's like, damn, dude. They, Can can't, I, they can't be getting paid much. Let me let me just tell you this real quick. I want to... I'm going to segue my segue. Okay. Yes. Okay. Do, do it. So, I want to send a shout out to the Mariposa Mauler. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you've been on the socials lately, but he was at Disneyland this week. Yes, saw that. And one of my favorite things about- And liked it. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Keep I'm... getting his socials up, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's all about them likes. Yes, sir. Uh, no, he's not, because he will turn his accounts on and off with I've regularity. Yes, I've seen that. Um, right. But uh, 
One of the things I love about the Mauler is he has the ability to be a real chameleon, very similar to me. Like he can pretty much get in and out with just about anybody. Right. And as I was looking at the photos, right, he's there with his with his girl and his kids, and he is just animated as hell in yeah. the photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got this fake photo where there's a, they're all looking at like a fake Tinkerbell. Yeah. And he's just selling it, dude. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No disrespect to his lady or his kids because they're, you know, they're doing their best, right? Right, But right. the Mauler's the star. Yes. Yeah, he is just selling it. I... Look at those other kids and the wife, and I'm like, the lady, and I'm like, oh man, look, they're pretending Tinkerbell's there. I look at the mall, and I was like, is that really Tinkerbell? Because he <laughs> is shocked. Yeah, yeah. We took a couple of those pictures when we went to Orlando, too. They were like Star Wars oriented, though. So they were like, stand there and point and make a face like you're shocked, like you see something scary. And, and my wife and I are like, oh, oh, oh. You know, like we don't see anything. Right. So we were curious as hell at the end of the trip to go, what the fuck were we looking at? Like, what was there? And then there's another one where they're like, look forward and point. And there's a robot standing next to us or something with us. Like, it was really strange. Like, so at the end of the trip to get these photos downloaded, they give you a code and then you download. And they were, I don't know, I think they were complimentary for the tickets that we bought at the time for pre-booking. But yeah, my wife and I did not it, it look good like the mall. We weren't hey, legit. Technology has come a long way yeah. from having your either disposable camera or yes. your camera yes and then trying to take a picture of the ghost sitting in the haunted mansion car with you yes. in the mirror oh 100 which is essentially yeah. what that is right yeah oh. oh there's something there yeah you yeah. know somewhere out in the cosmos there's 15 to 20 of those disposable cameras undeveloped with all kinds of pictures of family trips and outings and and, and Remember, or murder scenes. What are the, uh, well, no, 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 not yet. On the uh, true next 209 to infinity <laughs> true crime podcast. Yeah, Bill already just copped to, to driving hands-free while messing with his phone. So what else? That's is he not what hands-free means, Bill. Yeah, That's not what hands-free means. I was just driving hands-free, officer. That's not what that means. What are the, remember the, the digital cards that used to go, and the digital cameras, you had the memory cards. Yeah, the SD. Yeah, those little tiny SDs somewhere too, out in the universe of wherever. There are so many of those little SD cards with photos that never got uploaded to a file or a computer or developed. Like, yeah, it is so um, crazy now with cell phone technology um, that I realized like, my wife was like the other day we were putting together invitations for the kids graduation party and she was like do you have any photos for max's graduation or video can you give it to me can you send them over so i can put it on this postcard that we're making and, and put together and then she was putting together a slideshow for the kids at the party there was a slideshow we played in the background the whole time and i'm like no i delete all my photos because any photo that I think's worth keeping, I put on social media. I realized that like Facebook and Instagram have become photo storage dumps for me. Like I don't, I immediately delete them. They're not, once once they go to Facebook, I do a mass delete on my phone. Videos, anything that I post for the podcast or family related or work related. Cause I am now, I feel like 
so immersed in social media because I have to do it for real estate and I have to do it for the podcast. And then, you know, the family's just a bonus. So uh, between all those, I'd have no space on my phone if I didn't dump. So she was like, can I get those photos? I'm like, no, they're, I don't, they're on Facebook or Instagram. Like I can, uh, you know, pull them from there and send them to you, but you could do that too. Like, and I realized, man, if Facebook were to go down, you know, it's not going to be around forever, right? I mean, maybe, but eventually everything comes to an end, right? I could lose RIP MySpace. Right. I I had a I got a I had a boss when I worked for ServPro who was trying desperately to figure out how to get back into his MySpace because he had photos from his old military days when he did a couple tours over in uh, Iraq. He had a lot of photos from when he was young and slim, and he wanted to show me. But he's like, I just got to figure out how to get back into my MySpace. At this point, this was now six years ago. Apparently, MySpace was still there, just floating out in the MySpace somewhere. I don't know. But he finally did figure it out. and He got the photos and showed me. But yeah, he was locked out. And he's like, I've got so many memories from those times that were just all there that I don't have anywhere else. And I'm like, that's a thing. If Instagram goes down or Facebook goes down or both, because they're actually owned. Facebook owns Instagram. So... Yeah, you could lose fucking everything. A lot of memories. Well, there's of, been a couple times where like some, one of the two will like something's wrong with the servers and they won't work. Right. And basically like Instagram shuts down, Facebook shuts down, and people are like, "Yeah, what do I do with my hands?" Like that's that's how right, people are. Right. You know? Right. Right. We have, we are so trained with the phone. Sometimes I. Uh, I keep my phone charger in the bedroom next to my bed. And there are times when I notice the battery's getting low that I plug it in and I just walk away. Like there have been times when I've brought the charger out and set it next to me on the couch. And there are some times when I think the mauler's got it right when he just checks out. I have several other friends that all of a sudden are like, I'm taking a break, goodbye. Like it's tough for me because, and I'm sure for you as well. I mean, you could probably attest to this more in your, but this is uh, my lifeline to work as well. Like, uh, you know, I have to do social media for, for real estate and I have to, my clients have to be able to, and everyone texts now. Like it isn't even a phone call or an email anymore. Like every real estate agent that has texted me to see my listing or show my listing or has questions or my clients that have questions, it's all done via text. So unfortunately I can't walk away I can't decompress for very long, but at least for a few hours, I'll try to like, be like, no, nah, dude, just, it's, it, it, I'll come back and peek at it every once in a while, but you do need to step away. So I, I admire those people that are just like, I'm gonna be gone for a while. Or some of them like Mahler won't say anything. He just disconnects. I'm like, hey, how come we're not friends with the Mahler anymore? <laughs> he don't like us no more. No, it's just, he's taking a break. And I think it's smart because it's a, it's a bit of an illness, man. It's a bit of a, um, you know, when it you, consumes you. Yeah, absolutely. These things in our hand, it, it's, uh, yeah, it, it takes over a bit. And it is kind of disgusting, like, in a way. Well, let me just... Necessary evil, though. What are you going to do? Uh, go hide in the hills. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Bobby Swagger. Yeah. <laughs> With your sniper rifle and your dog and shoot cans of Dinty, Dinty Moore stew. Dinty Moore. That's yeah. a, there's a throwback. <laughs> there's a throwback, baby. Tell I, V101 to play that shit. Pull up a Dinty Moore stew commercial. I don't think you understand. These guys killed my dog. Yeah. No, I get Great movie. I get it. Little John Wick there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the Mauler. Yeah. 
Another thing I loved about love about my, our guy is, and I've talked about this before, is our, our affinity for Rocky. Yes. And the Rocky music. So good. And uh, I just... So yesterday we had softball playoffs, and uh, Chatter Patter and OU Nasty were not going to be able to make the game. Chatter Patter had work got switched around. His hours got changed up. OU Nasty had a family emergency. Just basically two, two of our main guys weren't going to be there, right? Oh, shit. So then... I text my and this boy. This was the championship. Yeah, with playoffs, you know, yeah. you got to win two games to to stay, to to get the, take home the title. Got you. You know, the grandiose title. Was of, there was there a ring involved? No ring. Because you got some Santa, some like Christmas rings. That was a, that was a tournament. This is just regular league. Okay, got you, got you. So I told my boy, uh, uh, my other boy Josh, I was like, he texted me and he was like, hey, no uh, no chat or Nick tonight, and I was like, I know, bro. We're gonna have to Josh, Josh and Sav are gonna have to go full nasty boys <laughs> and uh, put this team on our back. Yes. And so, I like really focused last night, and on the way to the game from work, I threw on, I threw on my my slash Aaron Gwainers, which is basically the same list, uh, workout mix. Okay. Where I've we've got like six or seven straight rocky hits okay we're nice. talking no way out right yes. you know the classic montage eye of the, eye tiger. Of the tiger yeah yeah yeah. you know all of those things and i just got in the zone yeah and i told and i told mauler and i knew he was in disneyland so i didn't know if i'd hear back from him but i was just like I text him, I go, big softball playoffs t- tonight. Down two main guys because of bad circumstances. Savage is going to have to step up big. Got to take down Drago. Rocky gets me locked in, and I showed him a <laughs> screenshot of what I was li- listening to. Yeah. And, he said, and then he sent me the old, uh, you know, Ben Stiller, do it gif. Yeah. And I said, in the Warriors code, there's no surrender. Right? And then I sent him the picture, same one I sent you, because we did win both games and took home the championship. So uh, it was just... I was thinking about Mahler and being animated and how, you know, that I saw that. And then I, I text him about the the uh, the um, Rocky stuff and then how, you know, right before the game to get motivated and focused and just really locked in because we were going to have to play really well yeah. down two of our real studs. I mean, right, you right. know, chatter pattern, all you nasty. We're talking just absolute assassins. Okay. Just, okay. you know, studs, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, huge marbles. Those guys are just <laughs> phenomenal. Huge marbles. Yeah. Huh? So, so when you're, when you're trying to go at, you're trying yeah. to go to war uh-huh. without two of your main, you know, your main guys, it's tough, man. You can't show up to a, a tournament without all your marbles. No, you can't. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it. Now, are you talking the big boulders? Or are you talking the little cat size? Did you ever play marbles as a kid, man? Yeah, oh, I grew up in Amador County. Yeah, boulders, what the hell okay. else we're going to do? Yeah, yeah. You trying to get my steely, bro? Oh, dude, the steelies and the cat size and the boulder. That was the one when you when you brought out the big dog. You're like, I'm going to take out your little steely and your cat's eye because I'm bringing out the boulder, son. And that, you had to flick it. You there were guys that mastered that flick where you flicked it just right and launched it with precision. I bet you were si- good at that. Since you brought it up, I did bring it up. Did you? Would you like to guess uh-huh. why I got my marbles taken away? I'm gonna guess fourth grade, maybe fifth grade. I'm not sure. You um, flicked them in a projectile manner at someone uh, that that had pissed you off. That's, That's a, a hell guess. of a guess, and yeah. it's wrong. Okay. It's because I came to school with my marbles in a Crown Royal bag. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> now, yeah, at fourth awesome. or fifth grade, yeah. I did not realize, I just thought it was a cool blue bag or purple, I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, I believe it's it's a bluish purplish. Bluish yeah. purplish yeah, 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 yeah. with gold seams. Yes. It's got drawstring, right? It's like velvety, yeah. right? Cool. What else are you gonna put your balls in? I was in? like, hey, what's going on? My teacher was like, come here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go to the office. And I was like, what? She's like, go to the office. Like, go to the office, right? Yes. They're like, you can't have your marbles in this bag. And yeah, I think, yeah. and I don't remember, I just remember I didn't understand why. Yeah. Right? And then, of course, my dad's pissed because I took an alcoholic bottle <laughs> back. Like, he didn't, I, I don't even remember. The specifics. He was mad because I took it to school. He's like, "Why would you do that?" And I was like, "Why is it a big deal?" Like, you know, I'm four yeah, yeah. fourth grade, fifth yeah. grade. I don't know what alcohol means. And no, you know. well, and, and in your defense, those <clears throat> fucking Crown Royal bags are actually perfect for marbles. Yeah, like, they shouldn't have done that if they didn't want kids to do. Yeah, that. that's that's on Crown Royal. Absolutely, that's on them Canucks. We're gonna write a strongly worded letter to Crown Royal telling them that they're do kids even play marbles? I'm gonna anymore? go that on the two and nine till infinity twitter page yeah. and write a strongly worded tweet to at crown royal yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't make their bag so perfect for holding marbles that i got thrown to the principal's office on the carpet 30 years ago absolutely dude you know what's funny is i don't know if kids play marbles anymore now they'd probably some kid may get a hold of it and bring his cell phone to school in it like look mm. at this perfect cell phone bag the good news is is that it's not marbles so you don't have to worry about that they're just yeah. probably holding their meth or their uh weed the, the funny thing is 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 i get that that's an alcoholic brand and that it probably wasn't the best idea, but really, what did they think? You brought your marbles in there. Now, had there been a Crown Royal bottle in it, too, I could see the issue. But you clearly were just coming to school to play marbles. Like, dude, do you think that all of a sudden you were going to convert every kid in that school to alcoholism? Yeah. Like, that's it, everybody. After we play marbles, we're going out back to get hammered. Like, we're going to tie one on, dude. Who wants some Crown, baby? Hey, you know what goes good with that crown? Little sun glow. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mix it up. Hey, Bobby, let me get let me get a little bit of that ecto cooler mixed in here. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Hey, listen, for everyone you don't hit, you take a shot. <laughs> and and it all you. started because Scott showed up with a crown royal bag full of marble. That's right. Yeah. You're such a horrible influence. That's awful. Thanks for bringing up marbles and how could you, some, dude? Some I so forgot it. Those were prized possessions, man. You had all. Everyone had that one that was like, "This is mine." But then the, it was everyone's goal to get that one from you. It was such a big deal, like, like it was the one that you never pulled out unless you were sure you weren't gonna lose until you did lose. Yes, yes, dude. That's a. You want to talk about a throwback? That's a throwback. I don't even think marbles is a thing anymore. Like. Dude, There's that, probably an app for that. Yeah, well, I'm sure of it. Like, I don't know what kids, other than their cell phones and video games and stuff, like, if there's anything like that anymore. There that, was a game on Nintendo, I'm pretty sure it was Nintendo, maybe Super Nintendo, called Marble Madness. I do remember that. I and do remember like, that. Like, you just kind of, like, it was like a, had a moving, like, floor and you had to like navigate the marble and roll it so you didn't fall off yes yes I yes yes I, the, the, the last thing i can remember like the, my kids uh my stepdaughter and my son being really into remember the fidget spinners like and everybody had like 
there were all different kinds it had this one could spin so much better than this one and look how many rotations this one gets before it stops or do you feel the difference in the weight and how heavy these are my son must have had 30 of those i can remember taking him to walmart and we couldn't find them. We luckily found one in the back that had fallen behind and was buried. And he had to have a fidget spinner to the point where he had like 30. And now, you know, they're just all over his room. We ended up throwing most of them away. But that's like the last thing. But that wasn't like a game per se, like marbles. Like I can remember like kids playing pogs and shit like that. Like that was kind of, I don't know. But yeah, it's a different world, man. Different world now. It never amazes me. I'm not me. sure how we got off on this tangent, but it's interesting, man. I I haven't thought about marbles in probably 25, 30 years, man. It's crazy. I wonder what happened to my marbles. You lost your marbles? Is that what you're saying? I did. Amen to that. But not like the guy in Hook. No. Yeah. But he got his marbles back, He too. did. Hey, I could do a whole episode on Hook. That's an underrated movie. That looky, movie. looky, who got Hooky? That movie got bashed. You know, the, the guy, the uh, Rufio, yeah. has a pretty cool, if you ever catch him on TikTok, he has a cool TikTok page where he goes, he he gets ch- anything that he's done, movies, TV, film, whatever, whatever it is, video, anything he's done, he gets royalties for. Like, so if you were in a TV show or a movie, every time they run it, he gets a check. So he plays a game. Oh, look, I got my royalty checks in today. Now... I'm gonna open this check. If it's over a certain amount, I'm going out to steak and lobster tonight and we're gonna celebrate. But if it's under a certain amount, I'm staying home and eating mac and cheese. So he'll tear it open and he'll be like, oh, this is for hook, you know? Hey, just so you know, when he does that, he's got like it's a 30 stack. envelopes. Have you seen him? Yeah, Have you yeah, seen it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a stack of envelopes. And that's what makes it, it's like Russian roulette. So he pulls one out. And he goes, oh, this is for some episode of, uh, you know, House that I did, like, in 1991, where I played Asian Thug number three. It's for $2.29. Well, mac and cheese tonight. But that dude has been in the game and been, and that he's never stopped acting since. Look, he's not a star, but he makes a living just off residuals, like, from getting, it's kind of an interesting thing that I'd never thought about, but that's you, a great movie, man. You know, before I tra- we transition into yeah. our other topic, you know when I first saw that and how busy and 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 around he was, yeah, like all those jobs and you know that he's kind of like character actor almost. It made yes. me think of that one Hispanic guy, yeah, that la- always like you know the guy like the Jim Carrey in in the alley. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy is in everything. Yes. Yeah. And that's what it made me think of. There are certain actors that they'll always be... Like um, Joker. uh, Baby Joker from next Friday, the second one. Like... Hey, your dog's got issues, Holmes. That guy pops up and stuff, and I'm. And it's always Baby Joker, but he's all. It's consistently when they need Mexican number two or a thug or like, I think he's on Iglesias with Gabriel Iglesias now, so he's got a bigger part. But it just goes to show you, man. Like, I think TV and movies takes care of their people a little bit better than music, as far as residuals and stuff goes. Because that dude uh, who played Elvin on the Cosby Show was making enough money just from because they re-ran Cosby so much that he was just living off those paychecks, supporting a family and children. And then when Cosby 
you know, started tainting the pudding and doing what he was doing, you know, like knocking girls out and being a douchebag. He, they yanked, they took, you can't watch the Cosby show on television anymore. And he, he was bagging groceries at like a Kroger's to make money because he just thought that was never going to end. And I think that's the mistake musicians, actors, and athletes make is this is always going to be this way. This money will just keep coming forever. But it's crazy to think that that Cosby show plays in so many places to this day all over the world. A show that he was just a kid. That was like 1980. I was in the sixth grade when the Cosby show was on. That he's still cashing a check from that and making a living. And it's not just the, it's Netflix now, Hulu, TBS, TNT, and then people buy the DVDs and the Blu-rays. He gets paid from all that. Well, not anymore. But uh, yeah, man, it's kind of a trip when you think about that shit. Like, it adds up. It adds up, man. But yeah, anyway, so we're going to transition. Speaking of royalties, if this podcast ever gets big, they might uh, they might come after us for uh, for money for the, for the rights to that music that we oh, use for this. You know who's not coming after us for money? Who? Oh, you nasty! No. Oh hell yeah! I hope they don't. No, we can trust those guys. Yeah, they're stand-up guys. Yes, they are. Absolutely. So we're transitioning. What are we going to talk about, uh, my friend? I think we've ran the gamut so far <laughs> between... Uh, well, have we, cover, have we covered marbles yet? Yeah, I think we did talk about marbles. We talked about your uh, alcohol problem in, as a young man in school, too. <laughs> Look, sun glow is not a problem. No, no. that's. I don't that, go to meetings. No, there's nothing wrong with sun glow. Uh, Kenobi finished. It sure did. It sure did. And we didn't get a chance to talk about the finale and No, uh, we did not. And what we thought about the show in general and Yes. And, uh, Six episodes. Um Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I um I hate the fact that there's no pleasing some people, especially Star Wars fans and Marvel fans too, I think. I think this genre in general people are tough to please i i saw a lot of complaints i can just tell you right now yeah that i'm going to get at least two or three comments about you saying it's hard to please people yeah because you've been on a run where like a lot of stuff is hard for you to like not like but you know what i mean yeah, well, and, yeah, and and so well, Marvel's not on a great run right now. So I mean, well, it, just a ge- you know, yeah. Jurassic Park. You were, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah that wasn't good either. You yeah. know, no, I hear what you're but, saying. Well, and I, I, I lo- I'll lump myself into that category. It is hard to please, but here's the thing, though. I don't go uh, to the level that these dudes like. I'll say, here's what I didn't like about it. Here's what I do like about it. These guys online for Kenobi were just like, this was the biggest horse shit ever. Like. Like man, they they're ruining Star Wars. Like I, yeah, there's there's criticism, and then there's just being a baby. I think that here's the th- here's the difference. You when you don't like something, and I, me too for sure. We're kind of like a this is what I don't like. This is why I don't like it. Get off my lawn. Yeah. Right. These guys but also just we'll st- make it a point to say here's what I did like. About here's it. here's here's the difference. Those guys, those guys will be like physically hurt yes and like 
I am going to burn down this entire fucking community. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if I could have my way, I would bring it all down. Yeah, because just, I didn't like the way that this happened. You're ruining my childhood, destroying my memories and my life. Like, it's like get a life, man. Like, it's the famous. Uh, William Shatner has the famous sketch on uh, Saturday Night Live when he hosted yeah. once yeah. where he's at a Star Trek convention and it's a bunch of nerds asking him all these technical questions about Star Trek. Like, hey, you know, do the dilithium crystals in the ship? Now, when you go into warp speed and he's like, I don't know, it's not real. He's like, look at me, man. It's not real. You, have you ever kissed a girl? Have you? Come on, man. Like, And he, and he just starts flipping out on him. It's hilarious. But... I mean, yeah, I read so much negativity about this show, like, and I was kind of surprised by it because um, it was an enjoyable show, not a perfect show by any stretch of the imagination. But um, at this point, the fact that we got Ewan McGregor back, probably the best thing about the prequels was Ewan McGregor. We got him back playing Obi-Wan one more time. And we got a story where they fill in the gaps and tell us what Obi-Wan has been doing on that planet for all these years. I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was fun. I thought it was uh, dramatic, emotional. Um, I saw this line, and this line I thought captured it perfectly. And it said, oh, God, I thought Bill was taking the whole thing with him. He went to reach for his water, and the mic cord was like hung up in the yeah, chair yeah, 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 in the chair go. handle Got and i just water. saw the whole thing coming down I had a spicy chicken fillet sandwich from ampm and my lips are burning i gotta get some water here but proceed my friend hey just in case you were wondering if the podcast is taken off bill is eating a spicy chicken sandwich from marco yeah hey and bagging groceries at kroger <laughs> yeah yeah the residuals have not come in for this show yet <sighs> so i am still bagging groceries at the kroger just kidding. I'm not judging anybody if you eat whatever you eat. I am a simple man. I am perfectly okay eating Del Taco. So yeah. I don't judge people, man. Or also we're not judging you if you bag groceries at Kroger as well. If you bag, look, if you bag groceries at Kroger, you're in a union. You've got a pretty good job. Is uh, there even a Kroger around here anywhere? Uh, Kroger is Safeways. Oh, Safeways is that what is it the is? same company. Okay, got you. Uh, unless I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, then... The, uh, the mad cyclone will certainly let me know as he spent a large portion of his life in the um, grocery business. Gotcha. Uh, I saw this line and it said the Obi-Wan Kenobi finale was a bridge between pe a bridge between prequels that packs an emotional punch. And I thought that was a perfect line. Yeah. Because it did bring together a lot of things. Sure. Listen... I like the fact that oh, they were just in danger not only on me. <laughs> I, I, I just like, listen. Did you know? <laughs> I just like the fact that they weren't afraid to tell the story because there's already a story that exists that it's rolling into. Like, so a lot of people were complaining that like, well, how come in Star Wars, Princess Leia never acted like she knew Obi-Wan? She says, Obi-Wan, you served with my father in the Clone Wars. I need your help. How come she didn't say, Obi-Wan, you saved my life when I was a little girl and we're friends, so I need your help now. Why didn't she say that? And how come in Star Wars, when Obi-Wan died, Luke seems emotional, but Leia seems to act like it's no big deal. And yes, I get it. Those are all legit complaints, but here's the thing. The story they told was good. 
And if they had hindered themselves and allowed themselves, if they had catered the story so that it fit like a puzzle piece into Star Wars, right? They made the story so it fit perfectly with Star Wars A New Hope. I don't think it would have been good. I like what they did. I liked the choices they made. I loved the fact that he had a, that relationship with Leia and that they got close. Here's what I can also tell you. Even yeah. if they did do that, somebody would have been unhappy with that. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Can't yeah. make everybody happy. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Here's the here's the question I have. Um, oh, is it a question in general or is it a question for me? It's for you and in general for any of our Star Wars fans. Are you My, asking you asking a question to old Slick Boy Sav? Slick Boy Sav, yes. Are I you am. Slick Boy huh, out here so, throwing that thing around? Here was the thing I noticed is that no one seems to die when they take a lightsaber to the gut. Like, are, are the lightsaber blades, like, missing every important organ? Because uh, one of the, what were they called, the Inquisitors? The guys who were hunting down the Jedi and killing them? Yeah. One of those guys gets the gets a, a lightsaber ran through him, and he comes back and goes, boy, you know, uh, revenge is a great motivator to stay healthy. He comes back. You thought he was dead. Um I wish I, I can't remember her name now. The young lady who third sister. Yeah, the third sister. She's run through with a with a a lightsaber when she's in the Jedi Temple as a youngling, and then she gets stabbed with a lightsaber again, and she lives too. And then we all know, obviously, Anakin had his legs chopped off by a lightsaber. So is the lightsaber so hot and so precise that it's making these clean cuts to where you don't die? Because no one's dying from lightsaber strikes. Well, I would guess. Yeah. Obviously, first of all, it's for entertainment. So yes. I don't know if the, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, I just I would guess funny. that maybe the lightsaber, if it doesn't hit a major organ, cauterizes the wound immediately yeah, because it's, it's so, so hot. fucking hot yeah 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 that's what i was wondering that's a good theory i'm going with that because the one the third sister was run through twice and still alive like and uh and it was just like that was one of the things that and the other thing that still cracks me up to this day i love the fact that they are taking and running with that stormtroopers can't shoot shit there is that scene where they open up the blast doors to the cave where all the rebellion's hiding. And there's like 20 rebels and at least 60 troopers just full on blasting. And I think two people died and a couple people were like nursing wounds after it was all over. They didn't hit shit, man. Like, I love the fact that they're just running with that and going with it and having fun with it at this point. Uh, I was going to tell you this. I sent you and I sent this to several people. And there's two stormtroopers playing cornhole on TikTok. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You sent that yeah, to four me. bags yeah. each, right? Yeah. Every one of them, their shots missed the board. Yo, not even close. Right. Yeah. And I sent it to multiple people, and most of the people were like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Classic stormtrooper, right? Yeah. One person was like, those guys suck. Yeah. I was like, it's kind of the point. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? Oh. <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, have you seen Star Wars? He's like, yeah, a lot. And I was like... All right, man. Yeah, I mean, that scene when the cave doors open, and it's not a cave door, but it's like they're in a cave, but it's got, like, doors that they're keeping the stormtroopers out. Those doors open, and they just start blasting, and they've all got guns, like, 
barrels just unloading and they're not hitting any like you're watching them like comically go like fume like right by their heads over their heads people are falling down and people are turning around and running and picking people up and dragging people away and it's just pew 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 over their heads and around it ain't even close they're not even in the vicinity like like somebody hit some shit I, I will tell you this here's the I, I thought Kenobi overall was really good. I enjoyed it. I, I think too. we talked about it when we talked about the first three or four episodes that between The Mandalorian, Boba Fett, and this, I feel like this is the Star Wars I grew up with more. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's, it's very entertaining to me. I Even on like, like, you were a little, you thought like the beginning of the Boba Fett was slow. I really enjoyed that. I just, the whole universe that, that they've kind of created right now yeah um, and how they film it and how they do it i just love it my two favorite things from the finale so this is my second favorite thing was and i've kind of thought this a little bit and i'm glad that, that it happened is the force is insanely strong yes. right yeah, yeah and like i thought about like dude if i had the force or like if I had the powers that some of the guys like in Marvel have, you know what I mean? Right, right. Like, they could move and do a lot more stuff. In this finale, Obi-Wan and Vader were like moving mountains. Yeah, yeah. Moving huge rocks and like formations. Yes. And, like, I thought it was amazing. And I was like, I hope I do not hear anybody be like, come on, dude. They're like moving walls and hill. And like, dude, you have the force. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Right? So I thought that part was great. And my number one absolute favorite thing was after Obi-Wan kicked the shit out of Vader finally, and he's standing there with the broken helmet. Yes. Oh, and he incredible. is fluctuating because his helmet's all malfunctioning and going back and forth. Yeah. And he's fluctuating between Darth Vader's voice yes. and Anakin's voice. Yes. And Incredible. telling him, you didn't kill Anakin. I did. Yeah. That scene is so amazing. Yeah. Like it's it was amazing. I thought it was fantastic. The the audio while you're watching it. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Amazing, dude. And and that for all the Star Wars people that bitch and complain, there is a scene where Obi-Wan tells Luke a young Jedi named Vader betrayed and murdered your father. And a lot of people were like, that was shitty of Obi-Wan to lie to Luke. And even later on, Luke says, why did you tell me that Vader betrayed and murdered my father? And he goes, well, it was true in a manner of speaking, you know, like basically. So by them having, having Vader tell Obi-Wan, yeah, you didn't kill Anakin, I did it, is vindication for what Obi-Wan then says later to Luke, to young Luke in Star Wars, which I thought was amazing. Not only that, but Obi-Wan's been feeling like shit. He he lost his mojo. Like, you know, that the whole thing about when he finally fights Vader, he had that Neo in the Matrix moment. He's starting to believe, you know? The force comes back and he, he's feeling good about himself and he can do it, you know what I'm saying? He's and beginning to believe. There it is, that's the one, man. That moment was amazing because I was really afraid it was gonna be like West Side, West Side. <laughs> that's the wrong button. I always hit. he he uh, he gets his mojo back, and then in the fight when he starts to win, Vader. There's still even though he's really evil in this, there was a moment where I felt 
Vader slash Anakin was letting Obi off the hook, was letting him know. 100%. Letting him know, hey, man, look, you didn't do this. I did this. Like, Well, that's what, and I don't remember what point this is in this show, but like, you know, Palpatine was like. Yeah, the Emperor. Was like. Yeah. Basically, I feel like you have a soft spot. We need to send somebody else to do this. Yeah. And Vader was like, no, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, I only, absolutely. I only serve you, Lord. Yeah, and that, okay. was, that was awesome because it's, you're still seeing the human, that there is some humanity in Vader because, man, Vader was Vader was snapping people's necks and he was scary in this. Like, And I love that aspect. When he showed up, Obi-Wan was scared. The one thing we didn't talk about when we talked about episodes one through five was the moment, a moment that I really loved too, was Obi-Wan learning that Anakin's still alive. Because I, I, I didn't know he didn't know. Because I always assumed with the Force he could feel him. So I just assumed he knew that he had survived and he was alive. So there's a really powerful moment when he hears that Anakin is alive and he is just like overwhelmed and then and then terrified at the same time. It's a really powerful moment, but you're absolutely right. That last fight scene was great. One of my favorite moments. Well, and, before you move on from that, because I want to yeah, reference yeah. this because it's during that fight scene. I thought it was also really moving too when he when he cracks the helmet and he hel- the helmet breaks and yeah. he sees Anakin for the first time. Yes. But he hasn't seen him since he was burned and gone through that whole thing, right? Yeah. And and then Obi-Wan's like Anakin? Like he knew but he didn't know like right, he was right. looking at him for the first time yes. since that scene where, you know, basically he left Anakin to die. Yes. And like he says it with almost a questioning tone like right. is that really you yeah or are you still in there yeah yeah that like, too could yeah, be that yeah, too yeah i i i 100 agree that moment you know what the show could have been total shit which it wasn't i'm not saying that but if it had been and we got to that moment right there i would have been like amazing because even you best know, show ever yeah because even boba fett which really started to drag and get slow for me the moment it turned into Boba Lorian, the Boba DeLorean, when they brought Mando back in, those last two or three, was it three, the last three episodes? Oh no, it was like the last five. Yeah, it was like greatest show ever in the history of shows. Yes, it's it's season 2.0, you know, like I really loved it because they turned it, they, they, Mando bails him out basically like that. It, that show wasn't really going anywhere once you, he got out of the- uh, When you talk about Boba Lorian like that, it reminds me. And first of all, if you haven't picked up on this, we look at TikTok too much. Yes, we do. <laughs> but, <laughs> Lately, but I But when you yeah. say that, I, it totally makes me think of the, you had me, then you lost me. Yeah. I'm back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, this Boba's really slow. There's like a fucking Last of the Mohicans. You lost me. Yeah. We're bringing back Mandalorian. I'm back in. Yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah. Hot sauce, back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, the show could have been horrible, which it wasn't. But that moment was so incredible, and I was skeptical at the beginning of the little girl that played Leia. But as the show progressed, I thought she was great. And you talked about that fight scene being my favorite scene when he brings her the empty holster of the. Uh, 
the rebel who helped them escape and she did, she was one of the few people to actually get shot in that battle or no i think she was killed in an explosion actually she set the bomb off and killed everybody she sacrificed herself after being shot but he gives her her holster and she goes this holster's empty and he goes well yes i'm not going to give you a blaster Leia. it's like you are only 10 but you won't be forever you know and i'm just like oh he knows she's gonna grow up and be a leader and uh, it just is a beautiful thing man yeah how about also the dynamic of third sister yeah being evil and willing to do whatever it took to make it look like she was this terrible person and kill and, and including killing people and doing yeah. things to, to please vader to get close enough so that she could kill vader right all of that blows up she goes to tatooine to go after luke yeah right gets in a fight with ben and uh uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru. Uh, sorry, Uncle Owen and uh, Aunt Baru. Yeah. Baru. Yeah. Right. And then Luke takes off towards Rock Mountains or whatever Runs you want to call out it. Into the desert. Yeah. Right. And then she's got him. She can kill him. Yeah. But then, like, you know, she can't bring herself to do it. Flashes back to Order sixty six. All that kind yeah. of stuff. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she comes back and you know doesn't kill him. Yeah. And then that's right when Obi-Wan comes back to Tatooine as well. Yep. So, a lot of lot of lot of action, a lot of things happen in that fi- finale or finale. Yeah, finale. Yeah. And uh man, I there's enough there was enough success on it that I know they're now contemplating another season whether it happens both both um Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor are down and I'm like yeah of course Hayden Christensen's down that guy hasn't done anything since Revenge of the Sith so I'm sure he's begging for more more of you and talk about an easy gig is he begging for more he might be he may have been at Kroger prior to this nice pull but dude talk about an easy gig I read somewhere that there is an actor who wears the Darth Vader suit for any of the action sequences so the sword fighting, the the any any kind of stunt work, there's one actor who wears the suit for that. Then there who is who nobody an, knows, by the way. No, no, no. You, we don't know his name. I'm sure it's somewhere. But then there's another actor who who's dressed as Vader just for the sitting and the standing scenes. So, hate where's Hayden coming to the picture? Like just for the scene where they chopped his mask off and then the flashbacks to when he's not vader like and, when, he, of, and I, when he's in the uh water healing the tank thing. and they show his face yeah yeah the mando bath I like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, the boba bath the back to tank yeah so i mean what an easy gig what an easy payday man um yeah man but i thought it was great i like i said that scene where he tells her you know i i you're, i'm not going to give you a blast on you're only 10 but you won't be forever and then later when you see her wearing the holster and the boots, she's wearing the outfit of General Leia. She's not dressed like a princess anymore. She's dressed like a soldier because they're foreshadowing the future of that's what that's her future. I also like I that she put the droid in her holster. Yes. Yeah. What was the droid's name? I forget. Lola. Lola. That's right. Yeah, man. I, I well, kudos. Well, I before we it. close this out, what did yeah. you think about Obi-Wan meeting Luke? I liked it, yeah, because they introduced him as Ben, which in the in the show he goes, I don't know any Obi Wan, but I do know a Ben Kenobi. So I thought that was fine, like, and I loved it when he gave the classic, well, hello there, you know, I, I, good, awesome man, I I'm all for it, man. And then as he's walking away, Qui Gon Jinn. 
Yes. Yeah. I I wish. I kind of wish we would have gotten Qui Gon sooner when he was begging for help all those times and needing an answer. I would have liked a little more like one on one like mentoring. I didn't kind of like that he's he showed up at the end. And he's like, I only I'm here now because you're ready. Or I forget what he said. Like, like where you, where the fuck you been, Qui Gon? Like. Well, he- <laughs> His daughter was taken in Europe. Oh, is that? Yeah, so he got was, taken. Yeah, <laughs> I am a certain kind of person with a certain kind of skills. I don't have any money. Yeah, but I, I do have a lightsaber. Yeah, I will find you. I will kill you. Yeah, because he's trying to talk to him throughout the whole show, and I keep waiting. I thought the moment um, when he was buried in the rubble, and he was trying to get the mo- motivation to get out. I thought that's when Qui-Gon was going to be like, yo, you, you got this, Obi-Wan. I'm here for you. You can do this. And then he was going to be like, Qui-Gon, can bust out and go for it. So to kind of get him, I liked it. I was still glad, like, yes, finally. I thought it was cool, but I would have liked to seen him a little sooner. Just so you know how my mind works, I was really on the fence there, whether I wanted to go Taken or Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> yes. You know? I think uh, either one would have worked, but Taken... That dialogue from Taken is so funny. Have you ever heard Seth MacFarlane do the Taken monologue as Kermit the Frog? Yes. Oh my God, that is the funniest. It was on the uh, set of skills. It was on the the Graham Norton show. Yeah, I don't have any money, (laughs) but I will find you and I will kill you. It's the funniest shit ever, man. Anyway, but yeah, overall, I liked it. I uh, I I hope we get another one. I hope we get another six episodes. I'd like to see some more interaction with Luke and an adventure with Luke. Uh, I think it was a cool surprise to get Leia. They they showed nothing of Leia in those trailers. They were sneaky with it, which I liked. Um, so yeah, let's have an adventure with Luke. Very uh, Baby Yoda s. Yes, yeah, we knew nothing about Baby Yoda going in, and I felt like Leia was this show's baby Yoda. She was the cute little companion. Really, if you think about it, that's kind of what she was. And I've read a lot of people that goes, you know what was wrong with Boba Fett? There was no baby Yoda. There was what was he fighting for? What was he yearning for and wanting? He kind of wanted to be a crime boss, but then didn't. Like, And I read a lot of people go, this show doesn't have baby yoda so when they bring here comes mando back with baby yoda all of a sudden the show gets real good again like and it's the truth man i hadn't thought of that till i read that but it's a good point well obviously we were fans of the show we were um i'm not gonna lie i feel like i absolutely killed it talking about it right now you did kill. i remembered everything that i wanted to i'm pretty yes. sure yes uh i'm very interested uh, to hear what uh, OU Nasty says. Okay. Because he is our Star Wars, you know, like. He is. He, he's been on the show. He get, he knows, right, you know, every little thing about every little thing. Like, he's that guy. He is. So, I'm sure there's some stuff we missed, but I know that we did talk. And, like, we were both, uh, we were both goo-goo and gagaing over the, uh, the Vader scene with the broken helmet. We both so loved good. it. So Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, all right, man. Well, uh. Next week, we're going to talk about Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yes, we are. So, you've got one week to get it in, or you're going to have to not listen to us. 
Yeah. <laughs> so get it in, because listening to us is super important. It is very important. Absolutely. Muy importante. That's Spanish. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe maybe you don't care and you want to hear our thoughts, and then you go see it. I'm okay with that, too. Either way. As long as you're getting a spicy chicken sandwich from Marco. Yeah. Hey, just watch out, man. Have some water with you, because water my lips were burning. And some Burt's Bees. Yes, which I have to as well. To cool them down. That's Yes, sir. Amen All right, man. Get that out of here. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty but it ain't good unless you play with it so uh go out there and have some fun my people and until the next time we'll see you in the 209 well hello there may the force be with you